0: Blog Talk Radio. It only happens once a year, and it only happens at Homestead Miami Speedway. The world will be watching as dreams are made, hopes are crossed, and championships earned. It's Ford Championship Weekend, November 16th to the 18th. Three days of fun for the whole family with live music, tailgating, go-kart racing, and so much more. Plus, it's the only place to witness the crowning of three NASCAR champions. Call 866-409-RACE or go to homesteadmiamispeedway.com for tickets.
1: Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where anywhere is possible,
0: drivers... Start your engines! It's Monday night
2: and it's time to get rowdy.
0: Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo... Rowdy
3: and Mark. All right, it's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy and Helping me out here tonight is my Chi Town duel, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. Welcome back to the Rowdy Magli Show on Monday night, guys.
0: Ooh,
2: you know what? We need each other's help this weekend, Rowdy. Uh we, we put a little mileage on the old interstate system this weekend and uh covered two major races. Uh we're feeling it, but we're here to tell you about it. Uh I got my coffee and I'm telling you I need it tonight. How about you, Jeff? How are you doing?
4: I'm doing good. Like I said, Mark, we uh, traveled some lot uh, of road this weekend. We were in uh, Charlotte for the World of Outlaws Dirt Finals. And, and after that, we shot over the Nashville for the All-American 400. Uh, a little disappointing, we had a little rain, didn't get it in yesterday, but we're doing good.
3: Well, guys, we're, uh, we're that's right. You know, got wet. A little wet on Friday, and feet got a little cold, and made me a little raspy at my voice. And I think Mark's kind of suffering from the same thing. Then we turn around and we run back down to Nashville, and uh, looks like we left the door open because it it rained us out in Nashville. It caught up to us, Rowdy. Uh, we we battled
2: the elements all week, basically, with the exception of Saturday, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, yeah, we 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 battled the elements. We uh, we had those wet conditions, and give the dirt track of Charlotte some credit. Uh, the rain we had, what got thrown at them, got the program in whole. Uh, it took them through Saturday to do it, but they they did it, and uh, you you couldn't have asked for a better outcome.
3: Man, I'm telling you. Uh to see what it looked like before they started, and they tilled that up and got the vehicles on it and blowed it off, and all of a sudden you got a racing surface that comes back. And uh, those guys, my first time, I'm telling you, they got something they riding on that I, I don't believe I got. Well, you know, Rowdy, uh, between Jeff and I, we've been able – Probably
2: the, the biggest short track races and, and some of the bigger races, period, in our, uh, our lifetime. And um, getting to share, you know, an experience like Charlotte, which is really an exceptional experience for us. We, we, we couldn't ask for a better situation than what we have at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, we're looking forward to going back in May for the ARCA race. And we look going back next year for the dirt files, uh and seeing Kaylee and Eric and the whole gang and uh boy, we have great friends there. they take great care of us. What more can we ask for, guys?
3: I'm telling you uh hey, Eric. It's great to meet Eric and all all his staff. I mean everybody there it was hey, listen, the crowd was uh thick, and it was a lot of people there, guys, and it was pretty incredible. Racing's not dead over there. I can tell you that on dirt.
2: Well, you know, Jeff and I were commenting before the race of Saturday afternoon that they had to finish up for uh, Friday evening when uh, the curfew set in. Uh, how much the stands would fill up? Well, I'm not sure if they were quite what they were Saturday night, but they were not far off. Uh, there weren't that many empty seats, and, and I don't think I've ever seen it more full Pit side back gate or front gate than I did the Saturday night. Uh, the place was just jammed, Rowdy.
3: Well, I, I was happy to see it. I was glad to be part of it, and uh, I was, I, I'm looking forward to being back, guys.
2: It, it's we, oh. you know we, that was the problem, Rowdy. You, you know, once you go, you got to go back.
3: Uh, you get hooked,
2: and uh, we, uh, you know, what the, the
4: program they put on, Mark Oh
2: they, you're seeing With the program they put on It just keeps getting right. bigger
4: and bigger every
2: year Yeah, we had to scramble a little bit Take care of ourselves alone this year Because we decided at the last moment And luckily we were able to And uh, we, we found out that for next year We have to make our arrangements well ahead of time Didn't we guys?
3: Yeah Yeah
2: so, we won't, we
0: won't yes, let
2: sir. that go by. We already know we got that one on the calendar. So, and uh, I have a feeling it's the same weekend as, it, uh, as Nashville again. So, we may be doing the same trip, guys.
0: <laughs>
3: well, I'm going to tell you, hey, uh, I'm Tony and uh, Claire. They did everything they could do to make it happen. It just wasn't going to happen. And listen, guys, y'all have been there. We've been there repeatedly, time after time. The old girl looked good this weekend, didn't she? All will it up.
2: They've done some nice improvements from the media center that we have now, uh, getting to the media center. Uh, everything had a nice, clean appearance, fresh coat of paint. Uh, you're right. The old girl looked pretty good. Uh, I was ready to take her out for a date, but weather just wasn't allowing it to happen yesterday. So, uh it happens, but it's been that year, Rowdy. It's just been one of those years. The three of us, you know, discussed it, that we, we've had some, we, we've just had some more than a- average rainouts this
3: year. I'm telling you, it's been a really, really incredible wet season for some reason. I guess we've just got spoiled in the past. Well, you know, you, I think this is
2: exceptional, though, Rowdy. That and the fact that a lot of races that we went to were delayed because of weather. So uh, we've gone to the extreme cold and bitterness and snow on a Saturday afternoon in early April and down south where that's not supposed to happen to to just you know plain old miserable rain. So uh, it's just been one of those years, unfortunately. And it wasn't just the races that we were at.
4: It's it was. All the short tracks all over the country, the weekly shows too, man. You know, it's like we said, it started off cold at the beginning of the year, rainy, cold, rainy. Just, it's a constant thing all year long. And it was just for everybody had to deal with it all, all throughout the country with this weekly program.
2: Well, you know, Jeff, you and I started out early in the year when we went to the tundra races up at Wisconsin International. And everything was going really good, and all of a sudden, boom, Mother Nature let loose. And it just happened, you know, it just repeated itself too many times this summer.
3: Absolutely. Everybody is, has agreed. It's uh, been one of the wettest seasons to mess up the, mess up your calendar. I, I You know, they, I know they, it took them a while to make the decision, and I know it was trying to, come up with the right date so hey they just, you know we're gonna be there uh we're, we're gonna cover it. hopefully we'll get claire on a couple of times between now and then and uh let's talk about it
2: we will we'll have claire right in the near future and uh uh we'll, we'll talk about the the upcoming season and a little review of the past season and uh Check and see how Tony's doing. We, we we got to see Tony Formosa at the track yesterday. Uh, he's just had surgery. Uh, I know he's hurting, and, and that man was out running the show. Wasn't he, Rowdy?
3: I'm telling you, I see run down through there look at the crew chiefs to see if they thought it was going to be all right to run the race. And then he run out there on the track and the banks, and, uh, you know, he made the decision, which, I that was, it just started raining and then it didn't let yep. up. Once they started then the rain moved in.
2: No, and it it and it was just one of those aggravating situations where, you know, it may it, it showed it may have cleared up, but unfortunately it never did. Uh we called and quits about four thirty in the afternoon. Uh we had to get back up north to Chi Town and uh uh, Jeff had business to take care of today, and uh, we needed to get him back, so we did. But uh, on the way back, we found the official word of what happened, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to be there and cover it next year. But I have a feeling Arthur may be throwing a little monkey wrench in the works for that rowdy, and we'll be in Salem.
3: Yeah, we don't know how that's going to play out.
2: No, now, we got to see the schedule. put them together see what races are side by side right now. We're just speculating. So, uh, no doubt we'll plan on covering as many races as possible. And hopefully a couple of them will be down at the Nashville fairgrounds
3: speedway. Looking forward to getting back. Uh, you know, they was, they had a decent crowd there for the weather threat. And you looked up there, uh, there was a decent crowd there. Oh, you always <laughs> have the hardcore, Robertty. uh, like you, Jeff and I, we were there too.
2: And I think where they lost it this year was the local crowd. Uh, that's such a big destination race that a lot of people come from a lot of different areas to come and you know, watch the all American 400. So I think the people who were there, that had been there pretty much the weekend like us. And, uh, uh, we're hoping for the best, and uh, the, you know, God bless them for sitting in those stands and you know, waiting it out.
3: Okay, we got Billy trying to call in right now. Let me. Hold on. We'll take care of that, Riley Okay, hopefully, we'll have him on just here in a second, guys.
2: Riding, while we're waiting for Billy or
0: uh, three eight three. This weekend.
3: Oh, uh, let's see. Let me try this. Where we're Billy's trying to call in and it won't call in. So let me. Mark. Uh, yeah, you, you and Jeff kind of take over there. Just a second. Let me get this phone situation.
2: You got it, Rowdy. Well, Jeff, I know you're a little road weary. I am too. And I got more sleep than you did, buddy. How'd you do today?
4: Actually, I did pretty good. Actually, it wasn't too bad. Uh, the sleep I didn't get had to get up at got home about one and had to be out the door by four before and,
2: still going at it well, pretty good actually well, well that's good. i'm surprised you have anything left to uh to get that information on randy lajoy for the show this evening so i'm glad you were able to find it
3: And uh, uh, okay guys Hey, hey we got everybody. him here here we go all right all right everyone i'd like to welcome uh billy venturini from venturini motorsports and uh Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Billy. Well, thanks
1: for having me. You guys hear me fine? Yes, sir. Okay, cool.
3: Uh, Billy, first of all, thanks for allowing us to come in Friday and and look at your shop. You spending a few minutes with us, and then your dad taking us and showing us the whole show, and then your mom finishing us off, and off we went racing again. But thanks a lot for being part of that.
1: Oh no problem, man. You guys are welcome anytime. Uh, Dad definitely he heads up our welcoming
3: committee, so he he loves he
1: loves showing people around the shop.
3: <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I think that's going to be a, a, a annual stop there with the Outlaws there and y'all shop. I I we got that on the list for next year. But Billy, what a what a great year, man! Eight wins and sitting on nine poles, general tire pole awards. That's that's pretty awesome coming from the year before.
1: You know, it was a great year. We're proud of everything we accomplished. Uh, got a really good group of guys working for me right now. I'm really proud of them. Uh, you know, and Toyota just gives us so many tools to work with. It's just it's an honor to be involved with them. And, you know, we got to make sure that we're we're the premier team in the series if we're going to have uh, a group like that to to
3: help us. Uh, well, I've seen you had 10-time ARCA champion. Frank Hill was over there welding away, fabricating and uh, you got you had Kevin Reed was busy. I mean, it was uh, amazing to see all your stuff all under the roof together. You've got a pretty cool operation going there.
1: Well, thank you. You know, we run our deal as uh, just one big team. Doesn't matter how many cars we are when we get to the racetrack. We uh, we all work together on everyone's stuff. Uh, there were times Frank was putting motors in Chandler's car and Kevin was helping hang suspension on Natalie's car this year. It just, that's the way we do it. We, we all work together. We all do our jobs and our tasks on each team. And then when we get to the racetrack, we split off a little bit more, but even at the racetrack, we share a hundred percent of information. And, and we, we really feel like we, our job is to help develop kids, but also to be a good team and, and show them that the, what it means for, for them to be a part of the team.
3: Well, Bill, you got an awesome short track uh team, I tell you. I uh, and, and what you got coming back next year, I I, I see better things for y'all next year on the short track program.
1: Well, I'll tell you I think uh our intermediate program will be strong next year. I think we're gonna be a little stronger with our roster uh, on the intermediate. You know, we did we didn't have the Michael was, was at a bunch of the intermediates, and he's a fantastic driver. But, uh, you know, we didn't have Christian very much on any intermediates, and we didn't have Chandler at all. So uh, I think making our roster stronger, I think, is going to help our performance at the big track.
3: Well, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Christian on a super speedway. Uh, I'm, I think that's going to be really a plus for y'all. Uh, Christian's
1: a great kid. a I couldn't be more excited to have him, man. He is—he epitomizes what Venturini Motorsports is. You know, he's been with us. This will be his fourth season with us. You know, the kid walked in my shop. He wasn't—he was 14 years old.
3: Well, he's a fine young man, and I, I see great things uh, headed his way. Jeff, you're live with Billy Venturini, man.
4: Do
2: we lose Jeff Roddy?
4: <laughs> hey, Billy, how you doing? Thanks for being on the show tonight.
1: Oh, you're welcome, man. Thanks for having me.
4: Uh, and again, uh, like Roddy said, uh, thanks for having us in your shop on Friday. Uh, You've got a great organization there. Uh, we didn't realize all the little pieces that you need to do to get to the racetrack.
1: Well, you know, take the Army and... Uh and we've got one. So we're, we're, we're ready for next year. We're starting to put our, get everything lined up for next year. And, uh, can't wait to probably have about the same size roster of about three and a half cars next year. And hopefully we can, we can definitely have a better season than we even had this year. We're, we're looking to build on what we, all the momentum we built throughout this season. Cause I thought it was a great year for us, but I thought the second half of the year was even stronger for us than the first half of the year. And, uh, and I feel we've got all the momentum in the world heading into 2019.
4: Now, you guys are really strong on your short track program. What do you need to do to get your – what do you need to focus on for your intermediate and super speedways and speedways program?
1: <laughs> well, we won Daytona, so I'm not sure our super speedway program needs a lot. <laughs> and we sat on the pole at Daytona and Talladega. So I'm say our super speedway program – Honestly, I think the, the rest of them might have a little bit of catching up to do there. Um, I think we're plenty good there. Our intermediate program, I feel like we just need to have a solid roster of drivers, and I think next year we will. Um, you know, if you look at Michael's uh, analytics of what he did on the racetrack on the intermediates last year, it was second only to Sheldon Creed. So I think what, what you have to look at is you just have to look at the amount of quality starts we had on the intermediate. You know, Michael was really our only driver that won any races that competed on the big tracks last year for us. Now, in 2018, did
4: you meet your goals or exceed your goals other than than winning the championship this year? And where do you think you need to improve in
1: 2019? Well, I think all we need to do is just uh, avoid any kind of inconsistent uh, races. I think our performance is plenty good. I think we need to – obviously, we, we're still trying to make it better. I don't think that's really – I think what we got to avoid is, is. Uh, you know, you take the 15 car and they finish second in points. Really, what happened was we really lost that, that championship race back in May. Uh, we had a bad race at Toledo, followed by a bad race at Charlotte, followed by a really lackluster performance at Pocono. And then after that, the 15 car got back on track. It was really good, but we got it. We can't have – you're allowed to have maybe one 20th place finish, but we basically wrapped up – we averaged about a 20th place finish for those three races. Then after that, we went right back to running back in the top two and three every week. But you just – you can't – you can't give back that many – you can't give that many points in, in chunks. Um. In your 2019, uh,
4: we're gonna. you have Chandler coming back. You have Christian for a full-time. Uh, what are we looking for other drivers? Is there anything you can announce yet or no?
1: Not yet. Well, uh, hopefully we should be able to maybe announce some stuff in the next few weeks, but uh, we're still finalizing our other, other stuff.
4: All right, Billy, I appreciate you taking time tonight. Again, uh, thanks for uh, – Friday at your shop, and you and your family, your dad and your mother, you're all great to us, and uh, I'm going to turn you over to Mark.
1: All right, man. Thanks.
4: Thanks, Bill.
2: Thanks, Jeff. Well, like everybody else, welcome, Bill. and it was so great to be uh, able to see uh, your operation last Friday. It was a real eye-opener, and uh, it's quite the operation, and, uh, and it's nice to see family running it
1: yep we're we're all there man it's a it's a family event that's for sure
2: well uh, your dad is probably one of the most gracious hosts I think there is around uh We got to see you from the very front to the very back of your uh, your operation and uh I don't know if it was just because of us you had the time or or whatever, but it was truly appreciated we you know we saw some history at your shops last week, and uh, it, it's just amazing what you guys have going there.
1: Well, thank you, man. I I love that you guys enjoyed the the tour. It's uh, Like I said, I think Dad's proud of what we've done over the last handful of years and and basically what he started, and I've just kind of taken over. But, you know, he's done a – I think he's awfully proud of what we've done as a family together, and I, I think he loves to show it off. So I'm sure he enjoyed having you guys there as much as you guys loved the stories he was telling you.
2: Well he's a great storyteller, and your mother is is just you know beyond yeah, she uh uh was getting once she saw we were there we you know we couldn't leave she wouldn't let us leave yeah. so no it it, it was great and how how the football go this weekend with your boy
1: well, we won again um i think they they won i think twenty four nothing or something like that this week team's playing good with their playoffs this weekend.
2: Well, go for it. Congratulations. And, and back to the yeah, racing. Uh, yeah, well, How my, much stronger are you going
1: to What's that? Go on, Billy. I was going to say, my kids, they're not really built to drive race cars, man. They're big boys. They're ready. They've they got to be <laughs> football players, but that's all right. <laughs>
2: it, it sounds like maybe they have a little of their grandfather's genes in them.
1: Well, they're, they actually, I think they, have, they're, they maybe have grandpa's. Uh, they're they're kind of big boys in, in in width, but they're really tall. So they definitely didn't get that from Grandpa. They're they're huge <laughs> tall. Well,
2: it sounds like you have some really athletic sons there, and uh, uh, I hope they they can press on and, and good luck in the playoffs. <laughs> well, thank you. But uh, so you're you're can't make any announcements right now. And we were we heard a couple of things. When we were at the shop last Friday, and you're going to have one heck of a driver lineup
1: this year. We're hoping, man. We're really hoping we uh hopefully finalize some things and uh if that's the case, I think we'll be we'll be really tough to reckon with next year. Well,
2: uh, I think it will be tough to reckon with no matter how things fold out. Uh you're <laughs> you just have a good operation there and uh yeah, you guys are built to win and uh that attitudes there and uh a couple yeah, uh, we you know with Christian, uh, it's going to be exciting to see him go up and be able to run the bigger tracks now. And his adaptability, I
1: think, uh, will will make him very good at that. You know, I, I I think so too. He's a uh, he's a student of the game, so he'll be studying very hard, I'm sure, uh, before we go to all these big tracks, and he'll be he'll be well well versed in what he's supposed to do before he ever gets there. You know, Chandler. He's not quite the student that Christian is. He's just he just hustles the race car, man. I mean, he hustles the race car hard, and uh, <laughs>
0: he's
1: he's got a lot of speed. So between the two of them, I think we we really really seem to we'll have a good balance between those two, and whoever else we seem to add, hopefully we can add one or two more that we're uh, that we're planning on, and that would be really a well-rounded race team. Well,
2: are, you, uh, are something in the works to run the races that gambler uh, can't run this year? Yep, yep. We're, we're, we're trying to figure that out, but, uh, yeah, we're,
1: we're, we definitely would like that.
2: Okay. Well, we always appreciate what we can get out of you, and when you're ready to announce, <laughs> make sure you let us know. <laughs> we will. We will let you know. <laughs> All right, Billy. Well, I can tell you what, we're going to let you get rolling here. I'm going to turn you over to Rowdy. Enjoy the game tonight. And uh, we'll see you at the banquet.
1: Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me.
3: Take her away, Roddy. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Billy, you, would you like to throw uh, out your sponsors, uh, Toyota?
1: Well, yeah, Toyota is absolutely—they're—they're they're a great company to be affiliated with. I've—I've I've loved working with them for all the years I have. Um, matter of fact, I think just before you guys were there. I was just getting back from being in Dallas over in their North American headquarters in Plano. Um, always that's a once-a-year event for us, but that's a spectacular event that they put on in first class like everything else they do.
3: Well, uh, you know, t- Toyota's got some amazing talent, and uh, y'all y'all fortunate enough to have them in your cars, and it, it shows. Well, they,
1: they put such an emphasis on, uh, driver development. I think that's, uh, that's why they have the, all the good race car drivers.
3: I, I firmly agree with you. 100% there. Uh, Bill, you want to tell where that, people where they can follow up Motorsports? any motor Yeah,
1: I guess follow us on Twitter. Um, at I think it's venture any motor. <laughs> I guess I gotta be honest. I'm not even sure. Um, uh, and then, you know, I guess. Don't go to... Honestly, you can check the website if you want to see all the cool things we've done through the years, but if you really want to stay up to what we're doing currently, just follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Those are the two best ways to follow us.
3: All right, Bailey. Thanks a lot, and looking forward to seeing you at the banquet.
1: All right, man. Take care, guys. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye. All
3: right, guys. That was... uh... Billy Venturini Sounds like well, y'all, y'all know it, got, l- There's a, a lot of good things happening over there And they, they're fixing to announce it soon So Nowhere to already. go but up there Probably, You know
2: well, we, well, let's see, We've had Big Bill, we've had Cassie Now we've had Billy uh, I guess
3: we've got the whole gambit of the Venturini standing On the show already Oh but Tommy He's next so we're coming after you, Tommy. you will be we're the not, next one. We're, we're not going to let Tommy off the hook, that's for sure. Nope.
2: But, uh, you know, it was just as we were still in the shop talking with them tonight as it was Friday, Rowdy. Uh, you, you know what? They're just really, really gracious people, all of them. Uh, Billy takes a lot after his father. And, uh, in that aspect, I think, and, uh, I, we weren't through it at the right
3: time. They weren't overly busy. They were able to spend a little time with us. So the timing was uh, perfect. It was, he, he told us if it had been racing season, he couldn't have, he wouldn't have had that much time. That's why, that's why we got the best time to go. We know when it is. Yeah. It, uh,
2: uh, it was probably the highlight of the trip. We get to a lot of races every year, but we don't get to a lot of race shops and get to the the inside of what goes on in a race shop like we just did last Friday. Uh, I think all three of us walked out of there with our eyes a little more wide open and had a bitter understanding of what it takes to run a successful race team, don't you?
3: I'm telling you, guys. I'm telling you. It that that was one incredible trip. It was eye opening.
2: It it was. Uh, we, we and what we did over the the amount of time we did it in those four days, and what we got in in those four days is even more amazing, Rowdy. Yeah. We hope to continue Voila. on with that and 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 give uh, our our first hand. Uh, Accounts of what went on at the races in the future And uh, we we have some exciting stuff hopefully coming up for next year That we we may be able to announce shortly
3: That's right Yep We're not sitting still Not yet (laughs) We're moving on guys Hey, let's let's stop just a minute. We got our next guest coming up, Randy LaJoy, and uh, hey, I'm looking forward to it. This is for uh, I guess this is for my brother who went to Louisiana to see the Roll Tide roll down there.
2: Ooh, he saw <clears throat>
0: To the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air As a voice rose through the roof Spreading the message Of his undisputed truth Like an old time revival His old spirits gave him wings he Said this is the promised land It's one of the heart addicted me." If you get that special feeling That goes deep into your bones we Is rice. In the tight curves of a southern girl in those town day nights. The Alabama gang from Huey Town or a Rocket City, right?
3: I was there one time <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh for me, man, getting up there uh Thursday and seeing Thursday night with short sleeve weather wasn't it? i mean i I wore short sleeve and watched them Thursday yeah. night. Yeah.
2: We had a we had to put on a cover or so on on Thursday evening, but Thursday night was really comfortable until the darn rain showed up about nine o'clock.
3: Yep, and then uh, <laughs> and then it didn't let up to what four or three thirty, two day. o'clock.
0: Yeah, yep, the, next the next day. day?
2: Uh, well. It was still raining when we left the Venturini shops and we were there for over three hours. So it was after four o'clock Rowdy and uh as we drove to the track to check things out or just kinda yeah, wa meandered our way over there, uh we got there and the rain stopped and uh we uh we we settled into the to our uh, tailgating mode and uh waited it out, and about uh, three and a half hours later, they started racing at 8 o'clock that night. They did an amazing job of getting that track ready.
4: It just didn't rain. It poured down rain. torrentious rains.
2: Well, yeah, when we left the race shops. It was really coming down. We even waited our our leaving until the rain
3: let up a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. We did. And when we then, got over then there to the that is, track, it was terrible, wasn't well, it? it?
4: Yes, very large, right. and they they worked it and got it in shape. It took a few hours, but they got it. And <laughs> that's off to uh, Charlotte Dirt Track because they did their thing and got us to see racing on Saturday, Friday night.
3: Uh, it was. It was pretty awesome to see that they, they tilled that all up and then they started driving with it on with vehicles and started packing back down again. And hey, it wasn't long. They was back to having a race car back on there. Now they, uh, uh, uh,
2: I don't know how they did it. I would just assume it would take much longer than they did, but they had the equipment manpower evidently to do it. And with the show they were putting on that weekend, Uh, It was important to get it in, and uh, they got it in, and they did it well. Uh, Kudos to Charlotte Motor Speedway and their staff.
3: Hey, and the weather didn't scare off the race fans. My gosh, Rowdy, the place was packed all the time, and
2: you missed it. It was considerably more crowded Saturday evening. Uh, than it was Friday, and of course more, you know, than 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 Thursday. So, uh, and, and you got to see quite a bit of racing this week. And yourself, you got to a third track and saw uh, the carts go around or the quarter
3: midgets. So, uh, okay. yep, yeah, and that's kind of hands on too when you get there. <laughs>
2: well. We know what the Fugirati Magnet Racing is going towards, and uh, yeah, you were getting a little hands-on experience on Saturday afternoon and evening, weren't you, old boy? Exactly.
3: Uh, Jeff, the pullover went to my grandson, Parker, so it fit him perfectly.
4: Okay. Yeah, I figured. Good.
3: I I told him to get online, look him up on Facebook, or off of... uh, YouTube, and they would he would uh probably find a an ad or advertisement for the company there because he was asking me about them. I said just go YouTube it, you'll be able to find them on YouTube. And the T-shirt went to my granddaughter, Ella. And of course, Emmy uh, got all. Emerson got all the other T-shirts. So, everybody come home with war trinkets this weekend.
2: Good. Good, Rowdy. Everybody got a little something. Everybody's happy then.
3: Well, and they didn't get to see the car part. So, they didn't get to put their fingers on that little. I, I trimmed it all up. Mark got all the fiberglass, cut off of it. And oh, it, okay. it, it looks
2: a piece of fender. I
3: tell you, there's a big difference in that uh, body than the composite body on ARCA. Yeah, the archibaldi seems to be a little heavier gauge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a way of um, instead of fibers. I believe that's because of their ability to run on the super speedways, Rowdy. Yeah, we got to get somebody from five star on. We do, we do, because that would make that would make for a. a
2: a great off season guest and, uh, we want to try to be better than we were last off season. So five stars, a good guest, uh, maybe somebody from Arca. We, we've talked about that. We have a couple of ideas there with, what gentlemen we'd like to have on, uh, and of course the usual suspects and drivers and
3: car owners and crew members. Yeah. well, we're headed for the 67th running of the Rice Racing Series presented by Menards. Egads!
2: And you know what? We were almost in Daytona. It's it's closer to getting there than when we, when we were there last. So <laughs>
3: uh, we got to make it in
2: December. Uh, that's always enjoyable. Uh, testing in January. And February 9th. The season
0: starts.
4: Yep. Yeah. It'll be here before you know it. Doing the banquet and everything else going on, testing. It'll be right on top of us.
2: Well, that I, you know, it will be a, an all-nighter for us getting down there, Jeff. And uh I'll always look forward to it. It's, it's a fun three days, and... Uh, Uh, How could you not complain? Coming where you and I are coming from, we get to go to Florida for a few days in the middle of winter. It's a godsend.
4: Yes, it is.
2: Well, Rowdy, we got from Daytona last year. We pulled up to where Jeff parked his car. took us 45 minutes to get the snow cleared off his car before he could leave.
4: Jeez. (laughs) That snow was deep. Had to be over a foot of, snow snow was of deep, that
2: that snow was, It was cold, and we'd been used to being in Florida.
3: That's bad. That's that's a bad way to treat you coming back.
2: <laughs> that's the reality, slapping you in the face, upside the head, and all the above at once.
3: I'm telling you. I'm telling
2: well, you. Well, yeah, I was ready to turn around and head right back. <laughs> And my wife had sent us pictures, and I shared them with you guys. And uh, yeah, I knew what I was coming back
3: to. I like the less snow, no cold. <laughs> well, of course you got to have both. They they seem to go working together, uh, Rowdy. Yeah, and we're just now getting started, guys. So here we are. It's already dark. <laughs> hey. You know, you yeah. used to, when you posted, you know, what, two months ago when you posted the shows tonight, well, usually it didn't get dark till 7, 15 after 7. now it's dark at 5 o'clock, so you feel more comfortable tonight on the Rowdy Maglite show.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, this this extra hour we lose of, of whatever, you know, how it works, uh I just don't like that getting dark so early and and we're not even at the worst part of it yet, you know it's gonna get started dark about four thirty. We got a couple of weeks of that coming up, but it just makes for such a long evening and a short day and uh, we're getting we're getting calling for snow and temperatures in the thirties next week, so yeah. Uh, The the seasons have changed Uh, The leads dropped this weekend Roddy, you wouldn't believe how they came down At the house And uh, We we only have a couple Races left Uh, Jeff and I have two indoor midget races to go to And we have the Snowball Derby Uh, That's all it's got We've got to last us until February Until we go to the track again Unless we decide to go to Tulsa in January And attend the Chili Bowl
3: A lot of talk about how people love the Chili Bowl once they go. You know, uh,
2: I, I I think it's different for Jeff and I. We enjoyed it. It was great. We saw a lot of racing. We want to go back. If you're an open-wheel dirt midget addict, and, you know, there's there's that hardcore fan out there, they pack that place, and they're there to see those you know, little cars do their number, and they do uh, time and time again. I, I think we saw thirty some races on Saturday the last time we were there, and uh, uh, I think it was
4: more. I think it was more than that, Mark, because they started early in yeah. the morning and they went all the way until like
1: five or six o'clock, o'clock at night. They took
4: a two-hour break, took a two-hour break, and then they started up again for a few more hours after that.
2: And you have to go with somebody with you, otherwise you lose your spot. You you get there early, you pick your spot out, and you keep it. Uh because it's just packed. Uh it's probably the the most crowded I because of the facility, it's probably the most crowded racetrack we go to.
3: Yeah. All under one roof.
2: Under one roof, uh it's a it's a really well you know they have a, a not quite a quarter sized oval inside a building and then an indoor pit area on top of that and then an exhibition part on top of that it, it is a good it is a good sized building rowdy and uh, I was impressed Jeff was impressed like I said we're willing to go back. The only problem is is the weather can be really bad. Getting there at that time of year, and you get a lot of ice going <laughs> Yeah.
3: You all, you all spun your way out of town, didn't you?
2: Well, we, we got there uh, Friday morning, and uh, luckily we got uh, early check-in at our hotel, and we went and slept for a few hours because we'd driven all night as usual. And I went out to get something out of the car. My car was completely coated in ice. About a quarter of an inch, and uh we we got there just in time
3: well wasn't that where y'all had to y'all come out and the snow covered the roads and y'all spun out of time like
2: oh that was later and that was earlier in, or no, earlier in the uh, the previous year when we went to St Louis for the Gateway terminals okay. inside the the dome. Yeah, we I thought it was inside. Warm up with the ice and snow melts off of it, and we drove through a blizzard. It, it took all four eyes, it took both of Jeff's and both of mine to get us home that night, and we got home safely. Except I went to pull in my driveway and I slipped off the edge and I took it into the drainage uh, ditch. So we had ah, to pull yeah. it out with the, my neighbor's pickup a couple days later.
3: Yeah, those slide them over Good job.
2: Well, you know, I, I was tired. I just white knuckled it for about five hours. I looked at the situation. I'm in my driveway. I was off the street. Nothing I could do about it. Grabbed my stuff. I went in. I went bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yep. Yeah. We got a nice chilly, rainy evening here tonight, too. Little, little damp out there, temperatures in the upper 40s, and the winds are blowing.
3: Well, it was good to see Bob Dillner this weekend. I mean, we've seen a host of people at Charlotte. People
2: we recognize, people we didn't recognize. Uh, people that recognized us, which was the best part. Uh, we uh we, we were given the royal treatment this week in Rowdy and it's all because we made friends with uh, with a couple of people who who are who work for the speedway and took a liking to us. It's it's as simple as that. We became friends and uh boy, we got taken care of, that's for sure. Tired
0: of cleaning your gutters.
3: Couldn't have been treated no better. I yeah. agree.
2: No, and the facility itself—it's—it's it's, uh, the drag strip, the dirt track, the uh, the speedway—you all the way it interconnects. Uh, it is quite a facility there, isn't it?
3: It, it is. It sure is, Mark. Uh, you know, it, they made it easy for you to go to the racetrack.
2: We, we've learned a few things through the years. Uh, when we first got there like everybody else, you, you learn where to park, you learn where to do this, you learn where to do that. Uh, luckily we had a little help with uh, with our friends from the, the, the track who worked there and let us know, no, you don't need to be there, you need to be here. And uh, ever since then, it's, uh, it's just been a really nice uh, situation to, to look forward to every year.
3: Well, it's on my list, guys, so that's gonna be put well, on the calendar.
2: We will uh, we will be putting our uh, our calendar together shortly, Rowdy, as soon as we get all our schedules together. We have the arca schedule of course, uh which is supposed to be pretty close to be coming out. Uh we've got the short track uh schedules that'll be coming out shortly. Uh sanctioned unsanctioned events. Uh I think we'll be getting to a a venue that we've been wanting to go to, but weren't able to in the past because of other race commitments, Rowdy. And uh, I'm not going to say anything else surprising on everybody when the time comes to announce it. Everybody go vote tomorrow. Yes, yes. That, that's a definite. It, uh, uh, it's your right. Uh, And if you don't You have no You know You have nothing to say about the situation That's happening because you ignored it
3: So don't ignore it go vote That's what I'm talking about If you ain't got no Dog in the race when you don't vote So We're not political That's just just something that a lot of people Have sacrificed their life With the opportunity for you to do that And you need to take advantage of it it's not that hard. It takes a little bit of time and a little bit of effort, and if you can't make that little bit of effort
2: or a little bit of time, really,
3: that that's
2: uh, do it. Just just get out. Make make your voice be known in in your
3: own small little way. Well, we're waiting on Randy. I know he's he's probably like Jeff over Randy, there. He's tired. Randy could be
2: still recovering from what he had to handle this weekend. He put on the, the amount of people he he hosted, uh, the food, the beverages, the everything uh, it was just phenomenal, and uh, he was gracious enough to allow us to join his. Uh, his group in his tent and, and we ate well and we enjoyed ourselves and got warm when we needed to get warm and sad when we needed to sit. And It's a long day of the races sometimes, uh, especially a dirt race. So you have, you have some, some downtime there. And uh, it was a great place to be able to go and enjoy that downtime.
3: Yes, it was. Uh, and Friday night. I appreciated being able to sit down. <laughs> It's been a lot. day.
2: we like your feet. Your feet have gotten so wet and cold, and boy, that's a miserable feeling to have. And once those are cold, the rest of you're just frigid. So uh,
3: I'm glad you're uh, well, able to
2: warm up. I'm glad you're able to to take advantage of the situation. And I was glad I was your designated driver.
3: That's right. Well, uh, next time I'm going to a dirt track, I'm going to be prepared right, with some with some boots.
2: Uh, You know what? I think I wear the same shoes, asphalt or or dirt rowdy, and uh, I guess it's just that northern enough. You get more used to it if your feet are a little cold, but yeah, yeah, uh, you warmed up. You had a great evening. We saw some good racing, and uh, we're ready to go and do it again. Well, I know I am, guys. Well, we got four weeks. We got Snowball Derby coming up. Uh, Four days, five days really, of really intense short track racing. Uh, The biggest super late mile race in the country uh, for asphalt. Uh, You win there, and you're really writing your name in the record books with some real, real heroes in our sport. Including one that you guys ran into yesterday at the uh,
3: Nashville Fairground Speedway, cool. Mr. Waltram. Yeah, and Jack Ingram. Isn't that wow, right? Wow, don't get much yeah. better than that, guys. Jeff, pretty awesome to mate, Jack, wasn't it? And DW.
4: Two Hall of Famers, NASCAR Hall of Famers. We got the get to talk to and uh get our picture taken with yep it was, that was uh that was a real unexpected experience
3: and some great stories you know D W just kind of made everybody feel at home oh yeah well he that is his home uh he he owned
2: he owned that place when he was racing there and uh I'm glad that he and, and and Sterling and others like them are involved in keeping that uh, racetrack going. They're a big part of it.
3: Yeah, they they are. I mean, they, they surely are, and and they they fully support it, and it, it works good. I mean, I was listen. I was surprised to look up there and see the crowd as big as it was for the weather. But they had a heck of a crowd there. They did,
2: uh, considering, uh, and like I said, they they lost out on the local crowd. Uh, the the hardcore out of town fans were there supporting the race. Uh, if weather'd been more conducive, I think they would have had a really good crowd. And and the racing's always so good at Nashville, so. Uh, it, it's a win-win
3: situation When you can do that Well I, They tried their best To figure out a different time But as far as I know It's still raining uh, Sporadically in the Nashville tonight it I yeah, wouldn't been able to get it in today No, I don't think so, Robbie And uh, it's
2: It's just a shame It would have been, a, you know if they had if they run it today, uh, you would have had no crowd, and, you know, your only witnesses to the race would have been those basically in the pits. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough situation. Uh, Nashville took a couple of hits this year because of weather with different promoters, and uh, it, it happens. It, it happens.
3: And I would have been doing the show from McDonald's. <laughs> Brought to you by Mickey Days tonight. Well,
2: wherever we can get Wi Fi, that's our that's
3: our uh our bread
2: and butter and blood.
3: Yeah, you gotta you gotta get able to get that.
2: No access to Wi Fi, no access to Roddy Mag show We found that out a couple weeks ago. So we're uh we're, we're taking precautions so that, that never happens to us again.
3: Well, you might as well plan on October. It's happened three October's. As a something goes right on in Halloween. October. Always right I around Halloween, it, too. You can go back and look at the archives, and something happens. It's going on crazy. Yep. Well, we,
2: you know, we like we said, we had crazy weather this year, and uh, uh, not just for us. Like Jeff said, uh, for all. Racing in in general, big and small, uh, short tracks and the bigger tracks, uh, it 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 was just not a good year.
3: Uh now I hadn't won the year the race car,
2: but in between those race raindrops, rowdy and, and weather situations, uh, we saw some really. Excellent racing uh, in the ARCA series in the short tracks. Uh, there were some really spectacular uh, runs this summer, and uh, first-time winners, and just a great, great, you know, season with the exception of the weather.
3: Yeah. Well, I look for great things this coming year out of ARCA. I mean. You know MDM's gonna be loaded down. And Kevin with uh you know, Gustine, I'm sure that's gonna be a, a done deal. So well, Travis Brave, uh, I mean we got to spend time, guys. I mean, hey, we got to spend a little bit of time with Travis this weekend, you know, in between the, that was pretty awesome.
2: Well, Travis was very open and informative with us in our conversations with him yesterday uh, and talking about engine packages and, and the possible uh, what's going to happen between uh, the, the ARCA purchase or the purchase of ARCA by NASCAR and the combination of series. Uh, he was a little confused in how the uh, the situation was working itself out and can you do this? Can you do that? Well if they do this, can we do that situation? Uh, thinking so out of so the yeah, box yeah, a lot right? of interesting
3: information <laughs> for us. Hey, I'm telling you. Well, I think a lot of y'all people know. are
4: still confused what they can do or can't do. Uh
3: you're exactly I right. But...
2: I, I think they're still I think the organizations are still trying to figure that out too, Jeff.
4: I agree. I don't even think they answer. I don't even think they have the answers yet. I think they're going to still try to figure that out in, in the next year. And because, like there is, like you said, tra- talking to Travis, there is a lot of questions that need to be answered.
2: Well, he brought up a lot of stuff that you know we weren't even aware of, or, or maybe not aware of, but we're you know didn't know of. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very informative and eye awakening. Uh, conversation with him and and a good one. He was very open with us.
4: Well, even talking to big Bill Venturini about a little bit about, you know, what we thought they can do, but talking to, you know, Bill says one thing and then we talked to Braden, you know, they say they can do something with the engines, but if you do it's what you can get out of the engine when you do it, it's, it's, I think it's a lot of, a lot of unanswered questions still.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there are. Uh, uh, I, I just hope they can come up with the the right uh, framework for it all to work out.
4: Not to work out. It's all got to be equal. That's the key. Uh, you know, if you're going to do this and you're going to do that, it's all got to be equal.
2: Well, you know, to some aspect, we can see the um, – that in, in ARC itself right now with the engine package. Uh, really, if you're not running the ARC Illumore engine, you're at a disadvantage when you're running your own program.
3: Yeah. Yep. You can't uh, escape they, that. They,
2: no, they did a really good job of getting it as close as they could, but uh You know, you, you can never get it to a perfect situation, unfortunately. Not, not like that. Well,
4: since the first race that the Elmore has come in, I don't think an Elmore re- engine has ever lost a race yet. So, Bad. yeah, if you're not with the Elmore, if you're not with the Elmore. You're at a disadvantage.
2: Well, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, there are, are a lot of the legacy engines out there that are a lot, lot less expensive to run and teams have a you know, a backlog of equipment for those that type of engine and they really have no choice but to run it even though it puts it at a disadvantage on the track and that's kind of a shame and we've seen that with a few teams but yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you all know, with with all the good there's a little bit of bad too and, and we're gonna see some casualties in this
3: Uh, ARCA-NASCAR merger. Well, it'll be here. 2020 is on its way, guys.
2: We don't have long, and I'd say within six to seven months, we'll have an answer of some sort of what they're uh, uh, planning on doing for the 2020 season.
3: Well, we just gonna march on to the sixty seventh running of the Arca series presented by Menards. How about that? That's, That's a part. fine
2: idea to me, Rowdy.
3: And it will work twenty twenty when we get closer to her. We let's don't sweat the small stuff yet.
0: <laughs>
3: yep.
2: Yep. And it's all small stuff.
3: Well, I guess Randy, I mean, you know, I thought it was a stretch to ask him to come on tonight because I know how hard he worked all weekend. But, you know, I, I just wanted him, to, you know, to come in, and, and I know he had a big big weekend, and uh, we just wanted to say thank you to Randy LaJoy and everyone that helped him.
2: I was amazed at the number of different race teams in all three divisions that were running his, his equipment, his seats, from the sprint cars to the modifieds to the super late models. Uh, and he told us some, a couple interesting facts. We were chatting with him this weekend. Uh, he, he, he goes to certain events every year and promotes his, his seat, and that's a good business, man. But he's passing up one event this year for another event because uh, now they're on the same weekend because he does so much better at one over the other. And you think it would be the opposite. And, uh, yeah, he's a a, a nice guy, great guy, fun guy, but he seems to be a really shrewd businessman also.
3: Well, that's what it takes nowadays, guys.
2: Well, you know, we all met some interesting people. Jeff met some interesting people with that steel industry for the for NASCAR and, and why and how and that situation. And that was pretty eye. I mean, we had a lot of eye opening o- accounts this weekend, and it uh, it was nice.
3: Yeah, uh, Jeff. We, yeah, we need to bring him on, Jeff. I mean, it's pretty interesting in what. You know, to specialize in what not many people want to fool with because it's smaller orders.
4: Yeah, and they, a lot of people don't want to. You know, you think there'll be more business out there than there what there was, but, you know.
2: Well, it, it's a it, pretty niche market, the racing industry. You know? And if you can get into the right niche, it can be very... Uh, you, you do it right and and it's a good situation for you uh, you know look at look at Randy I don't know what possessed Randy Lajoy to go and start the joy of seating and and start doing race car seats, safe race car seats. He's got a great program uh from nobody Porter, was Wisconsin out there making the them. Seating. yeah
4: nobody was nobody was out there making them, and nobody would make them for him, so he that's why he kind of got into it himself.
2: And he he had a lot of seats. Liking? Yeah, Simpson, Simpson, there were a couple of manufacturers, but nothing to his liking. And, uh, yeah, that's a gamble. And it turned out to be a heck of a gamble uh, payoff
3: for him. Well, a lot of folks had their seats in their cars. They do. Uh,
2: it's. Uh, I mean, it's we walked around the how, pits. how big racing is. The, the, the industry okay. itself, not just the race part, but the the suppliers of, of the race uh situation, uh from the steel manufacturers, joyous eating, food manufacturing, you know, the, the the catering that goes involved with it. So many little things to get a race on and uh we got a good taste of it this weekend. We saw a good ta- good amount of it this weekend and uh we we're, we're glad to be a part of it.
3: Uh, absolutely, guys. You know, uh, when you go to these facilities and we're able to be on the inside and you get to see the inner operations of it and the people that put it on and make it all happen, like Eric and his staff, they work together. And, and you know, you hear them, they act like one big family. You know, they enjoy being there. And and it makes it better when you come in, when somebody likes to be where they're at that night working. Yeah. It does. It it, it seems
2: that the uh,
3: management there has
2: done a nice job in in putting people in the right position and getting the right job done at the right time. And uh, uh, there's a lot to cover. Uh, What was it, 20-some tenths for hospitality this year? I think the first time Jeff and I went there, There was maybe four or five
3: Well, well it looks like it's working Yeah
4: uh, it, it's, it's,
2: two years. it's changed a little bit Jeff hasn't it I
4: don't know if it's changed but it's getting bigger and bigger
2: Well I, that's the change I'm talking about. It is. It's uh, the, yeah. Remember, there there was what five, six tenths the first time we went there.
4: Yeah, about that. Maybe a few more, but there's even more now.
2: Oh, uh, they keep expanding that hospitality area. They're almost running out of room to hold it now.
4: Yeah, I don't know how many more. I don't even know if they can put any more there or not.
2: Yeah, you're starting to get yeah. into that area on the back stretch there too, so uh you know what? You you just never know what they'll do.
3: Exactly. You got a good stack those hospitality rooms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you if, if it's so successful it looks like to me. Um uh, those tents are going to play out and you can build a structure. Double stack them.
2: Yeah. Put, put, put them up on decks. Yeah. Uh,
4: I don't know if they could do that much, but the, the facility's not used that much for that, that over there.
2: Twice a year, I think, Joe,
4: he, Yeah, but I think they, they did that. I think
2: like like they year. had this weekend, but yeah the the, race, yeah. the Memorial Day races are nothing like they are this weekend. So yeah, it's only used a couple three times a year, so yeah, I could you know, how much do you want to put into it? That's why I think a lot of it is uh temporary situations where uh they can be moved and used at other parts of the facility. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well that's a separate company that comes in and puts the tents up.
2: Yeah. True. Yeah. True. And and that's probably a good thing to uh outsource that. Yeah. Uh let somebody with the expertise do that and you just kinda of maintain the situation. Uh but yeah, there it it it's uh it's really quite uh the, the, the seed at Charlotte for the at the dirt track for the, the world finals and It just escalates up until that crescendo on Saturday night, and uh, we
3: had a good
2: time. No ifs ends or buts about it.
3: Hey, listen, all you got to do is go on my Facebook page or Jess, and we got video from that weekend. It's it's not like being there, but hey.
2: We got statements.
3: We got everything, Rowdy. Well, Jeff, here we go. You know it's that time again. What do you all Yeah. Say to finish the night out, brother. you going. I know you got to try to get home and get some rest because you got a long week.
4: Yes, I do. Oh, like I said, it's been a great weekend. Uh, it's been a great season. We we got like Mark said, we got a few more races, but now we got a few more. We got a few weeks off. Um, till so we get to cover another race. Um, so until next week, we'll be back and uh, covering all the other stuff that we need to cover.
0: Mark.
3: Rowdy. i <laughs>
4: uh, time I'm
2: there already, buddy.
3: Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, we, uh,
2: we, we put that windshield in this time. It was good windshield time. We got a lot of... Uh, Except the exception of Nationals race is getting weathered out on us. Uh, it was a successful weekend. We met a lot of great people. We uh, had some uh, great situations to be in. Uh, thank you, Venturini's. Thank you, Randy LaJoy. Thank you, Eric Haley, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, there's a whole lot of others we should be thanking also. Claire, Tony Formosa, thank you. Your hospitality this weekend. We wish you better luck at the spring race, and weather be good. And I guess, uh, like Jeff said, we'll uh, we're, we're doing a show again next week. Uh, this will be the first time in a while we haven't done a live race that weekend. So I think my wife's looking forward to be being home, and uh, uh, we're going to do that. And until next week, we'll see you. Let that life shine bright. <laughs>
3: Man, did we... hey. well, that was a trip of a lifetime, man. That, now, guys. That, that's going to write up in one of the we big get... times. We get to do it again next week. That is absolutely right.
2: Woo, doggy. All you right, run. guys.
3: Till next week, man. I'm out of here.
1: Bond Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new Bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event,
0: visit AutobondSpeed.com.